Hey, it's Leandra, Medine, your friend from Man Repeller and also now Monocycle. Welcome to a brand new episode of Monocycle brought to you by Man Repeller featuring myself and all 10 of my fingers, which I'm currently wiggling around. Today I want to talk a little bit about the concept of uh, boredom. <laughs> so I have this theory right now, and I'm, I'm going to try to unpack it today, and I really need your help, that boredom is a relic of a bygone era. I can very distinctly remember being much younger uh, and calling my dad in the office one day, and he was like, oh, hey, is mom home? And I said, no. And he said, okay, cool, what are you doing? And I said, nothing, I'm so bored. And I have never heard anyone get so angry at someone else. The reason I got to this this notion of boredom as a bygone relic is because I was thinking about specifically Man Repeller and the content that we're producing and what service we're providing. Because if you consider the engagement that's under a post, sometimes it sort of spikes out of control and that's obviously ideal, when other times we'll put out stories that we really, really believe in and they elicit very little engagement. We just don't really live in a place anymore where people are reading the internet just for the sake of reading it. And I know that the buzzfeeds of the world might argue otherwise, but I'm just not sure if the concept of a boring 9-to-5 desk job still exists. And as a result of that, I'm not sure if content serves the same purpose that it used to. This morning I was talking to my therapist, and I told him that I feel like boredom is a relic of a bygone era. So here I am talking about boredom, yada, 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 and I'm like... Steve, boredom is a relic of a bygone era. No one's bored anymore. Maybe people just don't want to sit down and read a story and yada yada. And then he's going into this whole point about the fact that it's not a matter of boredom, right? It's just a matter of the fact that we have all of these these like valves that are distractions for us. Like no one gets bored because we're so easily distracted. And that's a pretty interesting concept too, right? Is we're so distracted all the time so we think we're not bored even though we're not really filling that void of lack of busyness with something that's constructive. So there is a possibility that my theory is flawed, right? Because of the success of media sites like BuzzFeed and that top search term of like cats and babies, people are obviously looking for distractions and distractions are what you look for when you're bored. Maybe. You know what? You know what I'm going to do right now? Since I have my phone in my lap because it is a fucking appendage, I'm going to Google the word boredom and see what Merriam-Webster has to say about that. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Wary by dullness, tedious, repetitive, unwelcome attentions. Tired. As a, Oh, my God. Maybe we're not burnt out. We're just bored. Hello? Whoa! Wait, wait, wait. Go with me on this for a second. Because according to dictionary.com, the verb bored or boring means feeling weary by dullness, tedious repetition, or unwelcome attentions. So essentially what that means is staleness, right? Like, you get, you get tired because of how stale something is. So, oh gosh, boredom and burnout are interchangeable terms that mean the same thing. So we're bored. And the reason we're bored is because of all of the stuff that we're being told to do in order to combat the boredom. Because when we were young, we were told we're not supposed to feel bored. Instead, we need to make it our business to be busy. And so we call ourselves busy and say, oh my God, we're so busy, we're so busy, we're so busy. But we're still not satisfying like a basic human 
number one, feeling, but also right to feel to feel fulfilled. Right? I just I don't know. I don't know if we should I'm not I'm not I'm definitely not rallying for another tech detox and I don't want to dance around the same circle of like we must stop the burnout. By the way, if if you are going to rally for the end of burnout, you have to do it in that accent. So it's like we must stop the burnout. It has to sound exactly like that. Let's try one more time. We must stop the burnout. But that is something to think about for sure. And I don't have an answer or a solution. But doing all the things, like these are all temporary releases, right? It's like that It's like that additional shot of heroin that feels good for a minute, but then ultimately requires that you come back for more. These aren't long-term solutions. These are temporary distractions to pull you away from the reality that you're not doing something that is energizing you, that is eliciting the opposite emotion, right? Which is, which is excitement and energy and like the, the, the beauty of creation. And I'm sure that like all the mothers who are listening to this can understand that. And it's hard for me to speak on this with any authority because I don't have children yet. But from my understanding and conversations with people who do have children, e.g. my parents, my understanding is that the happiest days of their lives were the days that we were born. And, like, then figuring out what to do with us was, like, a whole new battle. But, like, there's something to the notion of creation and the energy that that invokes. And by continuing to, like, feed this beast of temporary distraction, this sort of, like, drug that releases the shot of dopamine that we're looking for, but then requires that we press that valve over and over again, we're not actually coming up with a solution, we're just continuing d- deeper and deeper into that dark hole. And so I just feel like, if nothing else, this conversation will be for you the same flashlight that it's been for me. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got to start climbing. If you have your phone in your hole, please don't forget to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We must stop the burnout.